Hello, and welcome to the Platform Podcast, hosted by Market Place Risk Advisory Board Chair L. Tucker, a former journalist who writes, speaks, and consults on all things startups. The Platform Podcast features conversations with founders, operators, and experts tackling a myriad of topics facing the marketplace and sharing economy startup ecosystem. Please note this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not professional advice. For specific issues, please seek an appropriate professional or contact us at info at marketplacerisk.com for more information. And now, without further ado, I will hand things over to Elle. Hello, and welcome back to the Platform Podcast. Today, we are joined by Andy Briarcliff, who is an online child safety specialist. Andy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Now, your job title is very interesting, and I'd love to hear about your background and how you got into being a specialist in this particular area. Am I right in saying that you actually worked in law enforcement in the UK for a while? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So I spent 20 plus years in UK law enforcement, um, initially um, customs and excise, or what was customs and excise, um, which then uh, split a little bit into the serious organized crime agency uh which then became the national crime agency um and within this time period of my career i did many many varied different sort of investigation and intelligence uh fields of work um i I also worked for the uh, uk branch of interpol um in their fugitives team and then towards the latter part i actually was uh, i i joined the central bureau that dealt with the uh, online CSE harm that uh, had an impact on the UK. So that was dealing with, um, you know, is a victim in the UK, is an offender in the UK. It was having to look at all the reports and images and videos and text that was sent across social media platforms and dating platforms. In fact, any, any sort of site for one mm. of a better word that where this would be impacted um yeah and then um i decided to change that and uh move to the world of social media wow okay so during that period was this really kind of like throughout the the evolution of of the internet i mean i'm not suggesting you're that old <laughs> but um presumably working in law enforcement at the beginning of your career maybe this sort of thing wasn't a problem is it something that you you watched become a problem as uh, your career progressed and 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 then you moved into it oh, oh absolutely yeah i mean when when i first started i mean yes there there were certainly some of the big platforms that were in existence you know google youtube and and, and facebook especially they were super prominent but you could see almost each month new um, platforms emerging, especially TikTok. TikTok uh, had a previous name um, and then it was bought over. And then that has just risen exponentially across the world. Mm-hmm. And you could actually almost see how this was taking off, especially amongst teenagers at the time. You know, suddenly the, you know, who was using it, who was talking about it. And there were other platforms uh, or sites that you would never even think of um, that you know, would start increasing their reporting because something had happened. Um, And you could almost watch the evolution of social media just by the type of reporting and the amount of reporting that was coming in. So you made this transition from law enforcement 
to tech. Did you know much about tech before? I mean, you you started working at at Twitter. Tell me about that because it's it sort of makes sense, but at the same time, (laughs) you understand about tech. That that's quite a leap. How did that happen? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I was lucky enough within my work in in um, law enforcement to actually work with. Um, or alongside these big tech companies as they were, you know, they were reporting to us. We had to liaise with them quite a lot. And I I sort of, after quite a few years of the civil service, I thought I would like to expand. And, you know, I had this knowledge, I had this experience. Um, So maybe go to the heart of the matter, which is obviously social media. Um, And I I joined um, Twitter. I was a dedicated, I was on their dedicated uh, CSE, so child sexual exploitation team as a specialist and i was reviewing and assessing and analyzing um the content on on twitter with regards to child safety predominantly and how could you use i mean in what way did the skills that you learned in law enforcement help and maybe possibly sometimes hinder your work but how how was that was it quite was it easy to adapt or, you know, what learnings were useful and, and which ones weren't? Well, well, certainly having uh, the background in law enforcement and understanding how law enforcement would handle and deal with reports came in exceedingly handy because obviously law enforcement would request information from uh, Twitter and other platforms, um, but sometimes it wasn't necessarily as clear. Um, so having that law enforcement background and understanding what they would probably be wanting certainly helped. Um, having spent so many years reviewing images and having to determine, you know, the Ill- illegality or legality of um, those images. So whether they might be a minor or whether they're an adult. So having that background and being able to age content certainly helped as well. And having that investigation intelligence background where you might have to go off and look at something particular because you're finding a pattern or a trend and that would lead you down a a route to try and identify offenders um, or victims so it, it, it did all come together yeah mm-hmm. yeah now you're you're not at, at twitter any anymore and i know that there have been sort of lots of layoffs in tech in in general how does this affect from from what you've seen trust and safety staffing and you know abilities especially in in sort of social media how how is is this um you know playing out yeah absolutely i mean you know just well ever uh, since certainly late last year um there have been thousands of of tech layoffs um across various departments which has included the trust and safety um areas of these platforms as well um which is going to make a huge impact whether we are talking CSE or you know other forms of abuse or misinformation and things like that you know there is a lot of new and and emerging technologies to to help in this field you know AI and ML related tech which is fantastic and obviously you know if that can do it quicker then do we need as many staff possibly not but is it to the point where we can drastically reduce um, the amount of staff in these areas? Probably not. We still need human eyes on a lot of this content. So certainly with the reduction of staff across the border is going to have a huge, huge impact in in this environment, trying to make these platforms safer. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a challenge. And I know that you, you have set up or you have a, a, a child safety online group. Tell me about that. What's what's the um, origin of it? And yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So uh, after having done all this and, and worked in this environment, um, along with some other people, we were really at the forefront of looking at online CSE. You know, we've dealt with it for many years, viewed it, seen it. And throughout that time, like many people, we have had our frustrations. We can see gaps in the, the area. We can see what's happening. We, we have a lot of knowledge. Um, and we wanted to put this to good use. And we fit, the CSE, especially online CSE, is a global issue. It's across all countries. It's every, it affects every gender, every nationality, every age, every race. Um, so we have to look at it on on a global issue. And we realized that there are so many amazing people out there with such amazing knowledge and skills and experience that we people were just not coming together, just not chatting. And the, the idea behind this group is that we bring these people together. As we say, it is a global issue. So let's work on a global level. You know, what might be happening in one country at some point might affect another country but how quickly do we get to share that information um not very quickly unfortunately so we are we have created this group the child safety online group where we hope to bring all these people together Uh, we are hoping to um, set up a dedicated one-stop shop website with all relevant information um for people in this field um, we're hoping to do a lot more. We have a dedicated Slack channel if, for those people who use Slack, where there will be an open discussion forum as well. And it's also keeping people on top of all the events and webinars and seminars that are going on across the world. There are so so many of these being held that are of great interest to people in this area that we just don't know about it. Mm-hmm. We just don't know that they're going on. So we're trying to obviously collate all that and and share it across um you know all the people in in this work mm-hmm. yeah and so when you set up this group who who did you do it with who were the other founders and what what are their backgrounds or did you do it on your own well, uh there, there is um uh one one other person um i can't pronounce his surname <laughs> <laughs> so i'll i'll uh, i'll just mention his first name which is sergio he's uh, he's um a spanish uh, individual um, who has also worked at the very heart of this. He has worked for multiple social media platforms and has worked for external companies as an intelligence researcher as well. Um, he was also unfortunately affected by the layoffs. Uh, but we have people from intelligence backgrounds, research backgrounds, academia backgrounds, and other people um, from the big tech backgrounds as well. So we have a wide range of experience, mm-hmm. but it's the thing is, it's not just about us who set it up. It's about everybody. Um, you know, we believe everybody should have a voice, whether you're a content moderator in one of the outsourced companies that deal with the platforms, whether you're an online safety trainer, whether you're a law enforcement officer, wherever you are in the world and whatever you do, it's only right that you should have a voice. You might have the best idea in the world. You might have a, the best suggestion. You might be seeing a spike in a particular, you know, trend that's happening that you really want to share it with people. So 
so more people know and and that's what we're all about it's all about sharing what everybody knows and i mean we've only been doing this for a month and already you know the reach out has been absolutely fantastic and you know i'd like to thank everybody who we've spoken to and has offered assistance and support but we've also seen that so many people are saying you're absolutely right there is this huge gap and we think this is fantastic and we've managed to put people in touch with with each other across the world who are doing similar things or can help each other um so already even within a month it's proving highly beneficial and i mean it's something that people you know have to collaborate on because there's no benefit to you know to (laughs) to doing this on your own and sort of like you know kind of being competitive about it is there no absolutely you know we're we're, we're not in competition with anyone we're we're just here we're passionate dedicated individuals and we see gaps now you know to be fair there are organizations out there um who are bigger obviously they've been doing this for for many many years and they do have chats and they do bring people together which is great which is brilliant um but what we're saying is that if you look at the figures that are coming out every year, they're on the rise exponentially. So something somewhere cannot be quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're, we're not, as I say, we're not in competition with these other organisations. We would like to work, for want of a better way, with them. Um, you know, hopefully we can learn from them. They can learn from us. We can try and find ways of working together. And it's only through working together and sharing all this information that we can we can tackle this um there's no point working in isolation or thinking this little group over here can do something or this little group can do something um we're all we're all doing it for the same goal which Mm -hmm. is obviously to protect young people obviously and and catching the offenders doing the worst of the worst so if we've all got the same goal and we've all got the same aim let's come together let's bring all the experience and the knowledge and the skills we've have you know and and let's try and tackle this and hopefully you know we can start seeing a decrease in the amount of reports and you know the effect it's having on young people yeah strength in numbers absolutely absolutely yeah and so how can people get involved in the group how can they find you how, how what what do you have to do to to join yeah, so there's no actual joining per se. Um, we're just trying to raise awareness of what we're doing and obviously chatting to to like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. So they can certainly follow me on LinkedIn, uh, which is probably the easiest thing to do because of my surname. So that's Andrew Briarcliff um, at LinkedIn. Um, you will also start seeing posts about, from the Child Safety Online group. And you can also email us at childsafetyonlinegroup at gmail.com. There is a Twitter page, um, which is CSO Online, um, as I understand it, um, on Twitter. As I say, there's also um, a Slack channel, but if people reach out to us, we will give them that. Um, There will be a newsletter coming out very, very shortly. Uh, which will be posted on both Twitter and and on LinkedIn and will be sent out to people as well um, via email. Um, and we welcome it from anybody, uh, yeah. as I say, absolutely anybody. And, you know, the more people on it, brilliant. And with regards to the newsletter, it will be on the newsletter. But 
as I say, we're, we're giving people the voice. So we would welcome, you know, input into the next newsletter. Or if people want to raise something, you know, we, we're giving people that voice, whether they want to do it with their names on, whether they'd like to do it anonymously for whatever reason, absolutely fine. Um, and hopefully, you know, in the near future, as I say, we'll have this dedicated website, um, which will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, we might be talking of doing a webinar and there may even be talk of a conference that hopefully anybody can, can join us and come and uh, see as well. Fantastic. So we've got a lot of ideas, but we welcome ideas and suggestions yeah. from anybody and an input from absolutely anybody. Well, I'm sure there's lots of people in the marketplace risk community that would, um, you know, love to get involved in some of this. Um, so you will no doubt be hearing from people. Um, just to sort of go off on a, a slight tangent here, we, we've been working over the last few years with the uh, TSPA, the Trust and Safety mm. Professional Association, and I, I know you're familiar with them. And and one of the things that they focus on is the mental health um, of people who work in. I know you're not that keen on the word content moderation. Probably <laughs> tell me why in a minute. Um, what um, are, are you focusing on that at all? What What are your thoughts on yeah. that? Because it's a tough job um and you know this is a a tough area to be involved in and i know we've had that conversation before the recording that you know some of this subject matter is is difficult and particularly for me and i don't work in this space it is difficult but to actually work in it it must be you know really difficult and how how do you um manage that and what advice do you have for people who work in this space yeah absolutely and in many ways it's actually sort of a a forgotten job um, people or members of the public, let's say, know or believe there are people who have to do this work. But that's it. You know, these people, as we just mentioned then, the word content moderator, um, you know, some people think content moderators are really just the people who are, you know, work for these outsourced companies that the big platforms um, use. However, I would say a content moderator is anybody who looks at harmful material, whether that be CSE or gore or abuse, really abusive stuff, or even actually adult pornography as well, because I can assure you some of that's very strange as well. Um, and yeah, it does affect people. It doesn't matter how you look at it. Um, you know, are you a law enforcement officer? Are you a researcher? Um, are you part of a charity that, that looks at this sort of stuff as well? And yeah, you are affected by it. It's not normal to be looking at this amount of material day in, day out, many hours a day uh, for the majority of the weeks of the year. Um, So the well-being and welfare of these people is vitally important and it can affect us in many, many ways. Stress, burnout, uh, mental and physical well-being. um, And it and you know there are other things as well and also one of the things that is sometimes overlooked is actually what happens when we stop doing this work um it gives people time to think and that's the worst thing so we have to start considering post-traumatic stress disorder for people who have worked in this field as well Mm -hmm. because you may get the support whilst doing the job but as soon as you stop whether you move departments or whether you're laid off or whether you choose to retire or something like that, you know, there is no support after that. Mm. Um, And, you know, 
we have seen that there are moderators who are taking certain platforms to to court for legal reasons. Um, and, you know, I myself have heard of people who have had mental breakdowns because they have just stopped and that's where the flashbacks happen and, and things like that. So we certainly need to start looking at, you know, how, what about the aftercare, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is, because there are, in fact, hundreds of thousands of people across the world who, who do this work. Um, that's an awful lot of people to be affected in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And just to sort of throw people back into kind of normal life afterwards and just expect their, I don't know, their brain to just sort of, you know, just click, flick a switch and just carry on as normal. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's too much to ask, isn't it? Yeah. And you do, once you've done this for quite a while, you do have a different perspective on the world. Uh, You know, you can just be walking down the street or you could be on holiday. You are looking at the world very, very differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we speak to people, we can almost seem a little bit blasé about the work we do uh, without going into detail. Mm. Um, but to those people, that might seem the most shocking thing they've ever heard. Yeah. But to us, it's no, that's that's nothing. Yeah. Um, and we also have to be careful how we speak to people, you know, mm-hmm. whether we're speaking to partners or friends or, or uh, family. We can't necessarily discuss what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, or what we've seen because we also have to be aware of secondary trauma to that yeah. other person as well um, and we, we don't want that to impact them either yeah um, just in the last couple of minutes Andy I just want to ask you what are your sort of hopes and, and aspirations for you know the world of child safety online what would you really like to see happen in the next few years you know what would be a kind of you know, a good <laughs> forecast. Well, we, we have to under we have to understand, and you know, you know, when when we talk about social media, we have to also understand we have social media, but we have the internet. The internet covers a huge, a lot more than just social media. You know, we're not even touching on the dark web, um, but you know, it is dating sites and uh, gaming sites and all all other sorts of sites as well um but if we just look at social media social media is here to stay there's nothing we can do to stop that it's going to change it's going to evolve um you know there are new things coming out constantly so how we can look at it you know obviously there are new laws and regulations coming in which is a good start are they going down the right way I'm not 100% sure, but then this is where we need people to come together. You know, it's not necessarily just a case of let's just blame these people because of the problem. There's a whole variety, whether it's education, whether it's, you know, law enforcement. And I mean that respectfully, as in, do they have enough staff? Do they have enough resources? Do they have the best tech? You know, the the law enforcement uh, officers who deal with this are absolutely fantastic you know but we need that investment in that mm-hmm. um you know and also the the consequences so you know when we catch these offenders are they being prosecuted to the max you know maybe not it, it all varies in different countries as well but it's all about people coming together and the more people that come together that can talk can can share the knowledge then hopefully we can find the best solutions to the problem 
rather than necessarily just blaming one area. Yeah, it's very complex and it it feels like there's, yeah, there's lots of moving parts. The Child Safety Online Group is, um, sounds, you know, fantastic. I know it's it's fairly new. If people want to get in touch with you about it, again, just to to remind everyone to reach out to you on on LinkedIn. Obviously, your your name is going to be next to this podcast. Yep. It's quite distinctive, so people can find <laughs> you. Um, I love it when people have unusual surnames because it means it's easy to find them online. Um, so they can reach out to you. I'm sure lots of people uh, at Marketplace Risk will be really happy to sort of amplify what you're doing. And we really look forward to hearing about some of the, the events and um you know, webinars and things that you you come up with um, as as the group evolves. So thank you, Andy, for being on the podcast today. It's been really interesting and I wish you all the best with the group. Thank you very much. And it's been my pleasure. And we welcome, you know, interest from absolutely anybody, uh, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what you do. So, yeah, um, just please feel free to reach out. Thank you for tuning into the Platform Podcast. Be sure to check us out at marketplacerisk.com for information and resources to help startups launch, grow, and succeed. And follow us on social media at Marketplace Risk to stay up to date on all of our conferences, summits, virtual events, and more.